Oh, the ball guys are here, and there's uh, there's a th- just a f- palpable just excitement in the air because we all know that we are simply what a week. Let's see, a week from Sunday will be the big day. Yes, the NFL Pro Bowl is coming, <laughs> and all they they decided, you know, since it's so bad and since it sucks so horribly, and nobody watches it, let's just make it worse. Let's let's eliminate the game altogether. Uh, TJ, what are they doing? Why is it flag? I mean, I know it's been flag football for like ten years already, yeah. but um, so- have we jumped the shark here? I mean. A little bit. There's so much money on the line in these guys' careers that to go out and risk injury in a Pro Bowl is is kind of silly. Um, and I've always kind of thought that. And the game just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And now they've gone to this. Well, Dougie, what did you call it the other day? Battle of the Network Stars? Yes. Am I, am I, like that? Really, am yeah. I the only one that's excited about this? I am yeah. I am genuinely excited to watch this because I think that's going to bring me back to that. Hold where... on. No. If you watch this, honestly... I'm gonna come over to your house, and I'm just I'm just give you a nice little stop slap you around. Doing that, let's yeah. go do something I, else. There are other things we can do. I am telling you, I'm gonna lock the front door then because I am gonna watch every minute of it. Right. I think watching these professional athletes out of their element, doing different things like the live drive or the long drive contest, and you know, I mean, sure, they've had a few events like that, but I I don't know. I think it's actually gonna be entertaining. It's a long drive contest. Yeah, that's, that's one of the events now. Yes. A golfing. They're, go, they're going to golf. They're yes. going to the off season, even before the pro bowls. Over. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So because I, I, I'm a big fan of three point competition, slam dunk contest, all of that during the NBA all-star oh, weekend. Right. Right. You know, those are fun things. So it might be fun to see some of this stuff. I've been saying for years, they should sell the pro bowl to EA sports. And if you make the pro bowl, yeah. They put your character into a game, simulate it on TV, oh, sell the sure, hell out of sure. it. You have no I risk of injury, it. and yeah. and then they sell video games and go on on from there. And then these guys can I be in Hawaii it. or the Bahamas or Aruba or wherever it is yeah. while the whole thing's going on. Yeah, I just love the throwback to Battle of the Network Stars, Dougie. Yeah. That's does, <laughs> do you all remember that? I mean, oh, if Dick Van Pat and Joyce DeWitt were in this this game uh week from Sunday, I'd be <laughs> I'd be stoked, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dick be, Van Patten will outdrive them all. Dick Van I would Patten be remiss the golfer. if they didn't bring Chachi back then because Scott Bale was the Scott greatest Bale. athlete <laughs> kicked ass. in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. He won that every year. Yeah, Heather Locklear or Heather oh, Thomas. In oh, shorts. No, silky <laughs> shorts. <laughs> sure. I might need a even, minute. Hold on. Even Kathy Lee Crosby. Man, she was a looker. What? <laughs> Who the heck is that? <laughs> what? That's Kathy incredible. <laughs> oh. Apparently, I watched too much TV as a kid. What will it devolve to, though? I mean, honestly, will, will they... Will some will they be playing Yahtzee or like Jacks <laughs> by the end of this? I mean, gonna get out that little vibrating football yeah, yeah, game, yeah. and every guy will have a number. And <laughs> yes. Calvin Cook what will just spin called? in circles in one spot. You know, like he usually does. Yeah. Yep. Oh god, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. oh. I do like I do like your EA Sports idea though, TJ. That's yeah. actually a really good idea. Yeah. So well, you can some video games, and everybody's safe, and we don't yeah. have to watch them try to play golf. And the way the graphics are on these video games these days, it would almost look like you were watching a game anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. And the ve- could Vegas, you know, have a line on, on all the games? Oh, yeah. yeah. That might be right? interesting. Yeah. Then, uh, sure. yeah. Yeah. I don't. It's not a half bad idea. What if the player had to had to 
control their own player. Right. Oh, and oh there's another thing that, too. Yeah, we'd find out who has real video game skills or not. Uh, or what if what if each team got to use one throwback player? Ooh, and then like I would bring in obviously Bo Jackson, but from <laughs> Super Tech Mobile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, win. this is getting really nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. While we're at it, I'm bringing back Herschel Walker with one shoe. <laughs> That'll be my player. Yeah. That'll be good stuff. Well, uh, my, my favorite meme from playoff weekend uh, divisional was was the Dak Prescott so upset over the playoff loss that he threw his helmet and immediately got intercepted. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Anybody else just overjoyed? The Cowboys got bounced. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Just, <sighs> Frank, come on, come yeah. on, Frisco, and uh, they were able to pull it off. Uh, how many people did you get? How many of us watched? I watched the whole, I watched the game. Anybody yeah. else? Yeah. Yeah. I watched most um, of it. Yeah. Uh, most of it. Yeah. So it was, it was a real defensive struggle for, for the majority of the game, but the announcers to me were almost overselling it. Like, did you hear how many times they were like, wow, wow, what a game. This is crazy. You know, this is so close and battle too deep. And they'd say that over and over. I'm like, you don't have to sell me on it. All right. <laughs> you know, when I'm watching a good or a bad game, that's how they sell you on a game that is nine to nine. Right. That's right. I mean, battle of field goals. This is yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. This is what we all hoped for. Well, we Although, did. Yep. Maher had his moments again. Oh my God. The way first it's one. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. And then he just turned it around all of a sudden, like the the switch flipped and and then he came around. I think we were all just a tad disappointed. Like, oh, <laughs> oh I wanted to see him keep missing. That was joyous. <laughs> hey, we got what we wished for. Uh, uh, Gully uh, Donatello, your uh, least favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Viking defensive coordinator, got fired. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it was not a surprise, okay? Um, the only thing that surprised me with it is, is that it took so long, right? right. Okay. I expected it to happen like the first thing Monday morning, you know, kind of that Black Monday, get him out of here deal. But Right, knee yeah. jerk, yeah. Well, let me ask you this, though, Gully. How much of that just craptastic defense that was on display all year, and especially that last game against the Giants in the home playoff game, how much of that, is Ed Donatello's poor scheme? How much of that is just old, washed-up players that just just couldn't pursue, just couldn't get to anybody? I mean, what, what's the what's the percentage on that? Well, I mean, it's a fair, it's a fair question. Yeah. You know, is is was it Donatello's scheme that was flawed, or was it simply just guys who have kind of eclipsed their best years? You know, I, I don't know, but I, I will tell you that you know, seriously, they're. There are guys with talent that weren't seeming to really get this scheme very yeah. well, right? Yep. So I mean, we, we kind of we kind of know that um, whether or not they're going to go back to you know what they used to be doing with um, you know the defensive scheme, or I don't know. Uh, it kind of depends on who they bring in for defensive mm -hmm. coordinator. But it'll be interesting to see what they do about that. I think the perfect example, you guys, is Daniel Hunter, a guy who's back from injury and healthy again. But he just didn't ever look comfortable in that three four system, did he? No. I don't know. Was he even playing? I mean, <laughs> that's how it was for me. His name never got called. The other guy I think that stands out that was kind of lost was Kendricks. Much of the, yeah. much of the season, I mean, how, how many times was he out of position? Right. Why? Yeah. 
chasing wide receivers down, you're like, oh no, that's not, not going to work. Yep, that's not going to end well. No. So, can uh, you yeah. count on one hand how many times the Vikings blitzed during the regular season? Oh, I feel like bringing right? the pressure was non-existent this year too. Right. It was, it was almost like Donatel didn't have confidence enough yeah. to do it. You know, where it's like, no, no, you've got you've got to blitz from time to time and keep them on their toes. Yeah. Even if you're exposing your secondary by doing so, you gotta do it. Hundred percent. And we saw that in the playoff games that the successful teams were able to do that. They were able to put a ton of pressure on the opposing quarterback. Yep. Yeah. Not only that, it seemed like when we we did blitz, it's like the other teams saw it coming. Yeah. And yeah. we're able to figure it out. So we really didn't have an effective pass rush at all, but Maybe I do. A lot of personnel changes coming, I think. We can all agree on that with the Vikings staring at a $24.5 million um, over the uh, cap number for next season. So you're going to have to you're going to have to dump some salaries. You're going to have to cut some guys. You're going to have to make some some difficult decisions and move on from some guys who've played a pretty big role. Um, I'll go around the horn here and give you each a, a, a player or two and, and Spence will start with you. And, and what do you do with, with dirty Harry Harrison Smith guys making a ton of dough getting up there in years? Uh, you probably got to move on from him. All right. You know, uh, that's, that's one, right. I mean, he had a decent season, but man, he's, is it 11 seasons now that he's, he's completed? Yeah. I think he's, he's 33. Might be yeah. Yeah, that, that's a guy that you could probably replace much as I like Thielen. That's another guy that maybe he's on the that's way out, too. That's yeah. a tough one, especially for us Mankatoans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally is. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard, but he's an undrafted free agent from Minnesota State University of Mankato. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that story. <laughs> what? They never that's bring what? it up, but, yeah, they really <laughs> talk about that more. Uh, Dougie, what do you do with a guy like Thielen who – Again, is it is it his fault that he had his his worst season ever, or is it the the scheming of the offense to where he just wasn't throwing the ball like he had been in the past? You know, I think with him, I, he's still an amazing talent, and and he's one of those guys that's going to be a great number two on another team. And I don't want to burst any bubbles, but he'll be on another team. No bears. Oh well, well maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I was I was just reading this whole thing about the salary cap and stuff, and the people that probably are going to be, and he was up there, and Cook was up there. You know, yeah. I mean, there there are, I I don't know. I think as soon as they got Hawkinson, mm. they focused so mm-hmm. much on him mm-hmm. that anything that Thielen could have got it after that point was just gone because Hawkinson took everything that Thielen probably would have. Yeah, agreed, so, agreed. And yeah. I don't think that he was unhealthy. Well, maybe a little. But, I mean. I mean, Osborne certainly stepped up too. I yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, Gully, yeah. I, Gully, how about Patrick Peterson? We don't have. We need some love in the in the secondary. <laughs> how many years have we been saying that? But here's another guy who's who's older and expensive. Can you? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. My personal opinion is don't keep him. I don't know what you can get for him. Probably not much at his age. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, you know, I just I don't see any reason to keep him because let's face it, guys, the Vikings are going to have to start bringing some youth in. They're going to have to. And that's that going to be that's going to be a struggle for fans because it's going to take them a while to to get good. You know, mm-hmm. that's just how it is. 
Uh, TJ, I'll give you another tough one because I was super stoked when we signed Zadarius Smith. And he mm-hmm. started out hot, but then he got just super cold. Yeah. Uh, you keep him around. I, 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 I'd like to keep him around. I would like, I mean, like you said, when he started the season, he was super hot and we thought, please just don't get injured. And it didn't seem like he did unless he was playing through injury at the end of the season, but we heard him, his name a lot more than, than hunters through the season. So yeah, the, the, the bigger names that you guys mentioned, I could see going and, and then maybe if you can find a way to work a guy like him and keep him around, if your new defensive coordinator has a plan to utilize him properly, right. he might be a guy worth keeping. But yeah, I, I think Doug mentioned uh, cook, which is, I mean, I still think that guy's got another gear, but it, it seems like he's north and south and there's not a lot of lateral movement. We saw great things out of Madison at the end of the season. So will he end up being the guy? Sad to see Thielen possibly go somewhere. I think his wife has made more comments about being somewhere else next year than than he has. Is she his agent? Because yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's be honest. You know she is. I mean, he's the agent. Like if there's anybody running the show, uh, you know, the, if there's a, a man behind the curtain, it's probably your wife, right? Um, yeah, I think we all have that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not picking on him by any means, but, um, but, but yeah, I don't. I, I love to watch those guys up front on the defensive line, and I had a lot of fun watching Smith. So I, I do hope he's back. But again, being a guy that records a podcast every week or two, <laughs> I'm just a dude with an opinion, and I'm not making the big bucks to make those decisions. So I think it all comes down to who we get at that defensive coordinator position, and interviews are underway. It's a big, it's a big hire. It really yeah. is. It's, it's yeah. gonna make or break next. I mean, it could make or break next year. Although mm-hmm. this could be if they really want to really want to get lean and get young, uh, Gully mentioned it could be can be kind of some growing pains for the next year or two. Will we even see Lewis seen Oof. this next season? Is he going to even be healthy yet? Or how long is that? that brutal? That brutal uh, injury that he suffered, yeah, yeah early on in London. Uh, what about a guy like Greg Joseph? Does he come back as your kicker next year? <laughs> I Spence is already Spence, cold. Spence has cleaned out his locker for him. Trim the fat. <laughs> Pack it up. No, um, he's terrible outside. He's not bad, you know, at US Bank Stadium, but any anytime we gotta go outside, it seems like he's shanking left and right. And Jesus. Nope. I'd be I'd find someone else. And the other big name, and, and somebody already um touched on it, but I'm confused on Dalvin Cook as well because Again, I don't know if it's the system. You know, I'm so used to, you know, we were always run first, run first, and, the, you know, the old school uh, thought behind that. And so now we're not necessarily that, but God, just I, he, he, so many just runs for nothing or, or runs for a loss, and then he'd rip one off for like 30 yards, but mm-hmm. – uh, he's, he's a mystery to me too. He just seems like he's kind of a leader on this team, but I don't know that as little as we use him, if he's worth the cash that you have to spend. Well, I could say as, as a guy that has him in a keeper league for fantasy football, I've had him for the last three years. And usually about my fourth or fifth pick is Madison because Madison steps right in there and fills those shoes as good as anyone possibly could. And Delvin Cook is, if he doesn't rip off that 56 yard touchdown, you know, 50 or 60 yards, you're not going to get the points out of him. And Madison is, he's a darn good back. So I, I think that's why he's going to be a casualty. 
Doug, I think you and I should probably do Vikings Nation a favor. You should let Dalvin go in yes. your keeper league. <laughs> yeah. I had him in my league this year, too. I will make the commitment to not draft him, and he yeah. will be a first go. ballot yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, pro bowler next year, and we'll be fine. Yep. All right, this has come out this week. Should the Vikings make an offer to the 49ers for quarterback Trey Lance? They're saying he could... He might not cost more than a third-round pick. Spence, how do you feel about Trey Lance getting picked up by the Purple? I'd be fine with that. Yeah? Yeah, why not? For a third-round pick? Hell yeah, bring bring the kid home. Hell yes. Marshall, Minnesota native, 6'4", 224. He's mobile. He's mobile. Who who doesn't want anybody? Oh, there he goes. No, there he goes. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you the Trey Lance thing? If if that's really the deal, a third round uh, pick for a guy who was third overall in the draft, mm-hmm. got to feel good about that. And then I don't know. You got some some quality backup. You got him with a little healing time, learning time, and and uh, you know Kirk's going to probably be the guy again next year. But after that, who knows? I, I don't mind it. I like the idea of that, especially, let's just wait a week or two here, but especially if Mr. Irrelevant takes the 49ers to the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. and Trey Lance has got to be sitting there with Garoppolo on one side yeah. and Purdy on the other going, where do I fit? I need to find a place. And that guy would be royalty with the Minnesota Vikings. Hell Bring yeah, him he would. Yeah. yeah be great. We love, we love our Minnesota. He's one of us. We love right. that. We, yeah. <laughs> we could do no wrong. Yeah. Until they lost their first game, and then we found yeah. out we'd want to cut them yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued by it. I think it'd be kind of fun yeah. just just to see what happens. Twins made big headlines uh, again, so they did the Correa thing a couple of weeks ago, and then last week, still looking for starting pitching, the Twins trade away the reigning American League <laughs> batting champion and fan favorite Luis Arise for Pablo Lopez and a couple of uh, prospects. And I'll be honest with you, that was an unexpected and bold move by the Twins. It's kind, it's the kind of move you don't you don't usually see the team make. It's a huge uh, huge risk, but to me, there's a lot of upside, and I'm excited to see what have we all been bellyaching about? We need pitching, right? Well, now we have some depth. I like the yeah, I like the trade, and I like the rise too. But defense mm-hmm. is kind of just okay. I don't know if he'll ever get to the point where he. He's the batting champ again, so yeah, I like the the choice. I, I like the decision to to go after Lopez here. So, and it wasn't like he was the batting champion hitting three eighty. He hit what three fourteen, three sixteen, something. I mean, he doesn't really have a position, right? He's got gimpy knees. The Twins tried to sign him to a longer term deal last season, and he turned him down. They were having problems in arbitration, um, so. This could backfire. This could really backfire. Or it could be like just this this genius move that they made. You know, and I think we talked about that too uh, on the last one was exactly like where where do you play him? I mean, you know, you've got Polanco at second. Yeah. You've got Correa at, at short. Yeah. So, and you can't obviously use him as a DH because, I mean, in, as a utility player, then is he going to get the at-bats? And I was especially intrigued by – um one of the prospects, because isn't that one kid like the number five prospect in baseball right now? So uh, I don't know how he, long he was it the takes Marlins. To... Yeah, Marlins number five prospect. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. like overall. So, but yeah, it's uh, 
Boy, I don't know. That was a a lot of people belly aching about that. I think a lot of armchair <laughs> baseball fans went, but he's the best player we got. He just won the only award that the Twins won this year. So, yeah. right. Yeah, no, I agree. Just... I think it was. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was I was going to agree with Spence. I, I think it was it was not a bad move. I don't think that he'll, you know, he's he's a great hitter. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's going to you know stay at the top as long as he does. Nobody does once they get that. It's not like you see it year after year after year like you used to with like a Tony Gwynn. So. Right. And personality doesn't necessarily win championships, right? I mean, look at Kirby Puckett. He had a great personality, and he – Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he won. Oops. <laughs> one, two, shoot. Okay, including our last one. In 1991. <laughs> oh, my God, that sounds uh, – 20th that century. That was a long time ago. <sighs> so this, this cropped up. Uh, now that Arise is gone – uh, Spence, who should lead off for the twins? Cause he was going to be the lead off guy. So who do you bat lead off now, which isn't necessarily the same role as it used to be back in the pucket days. That's well, a good question. Uh, I'm curious to see what we're going to get out of Kepler with the, you, you know, okay. with the defensive changes. Okay. You know, back to regular defenses rather than everybody's you know, putting four guys over on the right side of the infield when he comes up. So he, he could be a guy, and he did it before, too. Yeah, so uh, maybe, maybe Kepler's your guy. Yeah. I You know one name that just shocks me because he strikes out so much is some people have been saying Joey Gallo. Like, he's got this good eye at the plate, and I'm like, no, he strikes out. That's like, that's like should we can we just take one out to begin the game? <laughs> I mean, honest to God, let's just get that over with. Okay, we've got one out. Here we go. Here's our number two hitter. Um, that that's wide open for somebody to step in and take. I don't want Buxton there because he's only going to play 80 games anyway, and you want him driving in runs. Um, Polanco, the same deal. He can hit it over the fence. Yeah, I don't think you waste Correa there. Nick Gordon. Nick, <laughs> Nick Gordon. <laughs> I don't. That's but that's so that's wide open, and uh, and something to think about. Oh, I'm a huge Kepler guy. I, I have yeah. loved Kepler since he started. I don't want to see him leave. I have a funny feeling that before I was all said and done, I don't know if Kepler's still going to be on this team. I hope he is. He's still my favorite, but I, I have a funny feeling that they're going to have to get rid of him. I mean, that outfield's already crowded, and he has not been consistent, so I don't know. Yeah, and they brought in Taylor as a, a nod to to front office, going, "Yeah, we're not going to have Buxton for out here. <laughs> we're not going to have around your games. You need somebody out in the center who's the center fielder." So they went out and robbed him from the Royals. The Royals are already having a fire sale, and spring training hasn't even started. <laughs> God, that's just sad. That's embarrassing for them. Um, how about uh, back to football? Um, Stefan Diggs had an interesting reaction to the Bills getting bounced from the playoffs. He's an emotional guy, and he uh, he was very upset. The TV crew showed him uh, chewing out his quarterback towards the end of the game, and uh, the quarterback wouldn't give him the time of day, wouldn't even make eye contact with him. And then we're told after immediately after the game, like Diggs, Diggs just like grabbed all his stuff from his locker and like cleats and helmet and all was just going to walk to his car and, and, and drive away. Before the coaches even got back to the locker room, and somebody had to corral him and talk him into coming back uh, to to the uh, to the locker room. TJ, how do you a professional athlete? I mean, I get it, I get it. You, you want to win, and and I get it, but you got to be a grown up, don't you? 
You well, you should be. You're in a professional football league. You're in the National Football League. Right. Um, you've already got that reputation. He went on a couple Twitter rants too about you know, will I ever be satisfied with you know just being okay? No. Will I be satisfied with losing a game we should have won? No. I, I'm paraphrasing all that. Yeah. But he he did go on and and tweet several different things about you know, hey, look, I was upset. We lost a game. I feel like we should have won. But you also have to be able to hold those emotions in check. Maybe there's a room you can go to, a padded room, and blow <laughs> off steam. But to do it in front of cameras, and there are literally cameras everywhere right now. And why is it it's always wide receivers yeah, that have this attitude? Receivers, right? Yeah. They, I mean, it's always the wide receiver. And I get it, man. If you've got three, four wide receivers going out, and you're wide open, and you don't get seen, and you're upset, and it probably happens more often than not than any other position on the field, but at the same time, you're all playing together. You are not, you know, physically connected to that quarterback. So if you're wide open, the best you can do is jump and wave your hands at him. And if he doesn't throw it to you, then you move on to the next play. And you have to be willing to do that. I think you have to be a bigger team player than an individual player in order to go places. So I don't, I don't know what will happen after this run with Buffalo with Diggs. Yeah. Um, but they'll be bummed to see him go, though. He's the best receiver they have. Yeah, they'll have to figure out a way to make nice because yeah. it's too valuable. Uh, the Wolves, oh my God, the Wolves are the exact same inconsistent, up and down, frustrating team they've been for years. And the other night, I caught this in a post game press conference. Coach, Coach Finch, he's, I think he's kind of had enough of it. And in his very calm manner, called out several players after the Wolves allowed the Rockets to end their 13 game losing oh. streak. Against the Wolves, and he wasn't he wasn't hesitant to to call out players. Dougie, is that the right move? I mean, do you, do you do that, or is that just a sign of frustration on the on the coach? No, I think you have to. I mean, these you're paying these guys so much money to be professional athletes that just aren't doing their job. I mean, it's like any other job. If you're not doing your job, your boss has to call you out on it. Has to. No. No. And and some of these guys that we're bringing in and we're paying millions and millions of dollars, supposed to be the leaders on our team just aren't doing anything i mean they're average at best and it's i think you do and it lights a fire too i mean if you can go to your superstars the people that are supposed to be untouchable and say you're doing an awful job you've got to pick it up hopefully that starts a fire under them and gets them going because nobody's untouchable i see that going one of two ways though if you have the respect of your coach and he calls you out you may play for him if you (laughs) don't have the respect of your coach and he calls you out true you may play for the last three minutes of the game. Yeah. And Spence, how about, I mean, Ant, Ant's the guy, too, that just that kills me because he'll go off. The other night, he just looked like a like a force to be reckoned with. He had like 40, like 45 points, and he went crazy in this game against a good team, and, and the Wolves won, and it was fun. It was fun. The fans were going nuts. And he said, this was his quote after the game, well, I had to do something exciting because it was my girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> Really? That's your motivation? Your girlfriend's birthday, I had to play hard. Spence, that's, that's a load of crap. Come on. That's dumb. You're right. Some some games he looks great, then he's lost. It's like, what in the hell's going on? I don't I don't get the inconsistent play. He's our best offensive player. I think he's 19th in the NBA in scoring, but still, uh God, I just game to game. It's it's terrible. And Russell's the same way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Just when you're ready to trade him and ship him out of town, he he goes off on a huge night and 
scores 30 and looks amazing. Yeah, but... but he doesn't play any defense half the time. It's... Do we know who their girlfriends are? Can we ask them to celebrate more things? <laughs> exactly. Do you think it's too much money? Girlfriends. <laughs> With more do you birthday? think that it's do you think that it's too much money like they just they have <laughs> all this money so they have no motivation i don't know and so i think everything should just will just change the entire face of sports you're hearing it here first everyone gets a base salary and everybody <laughs> every sense? sport baseball basketball football everything is incentive based oh i have God. i have officially just fixed pro sports I'm out. <laughs> wow. Then your, your, your bears would all be working for a minimum wage. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. No, I don't disagree with you, but it, it's true. It's just it, it's so hard to fathom how a kid can have a night like that because it was his girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> and then they just they just completely crap the bed against one of the worst teams in the NBA. It's just it's. Ugh. And then there's bigger problems, Spence, because Cat's still not back from his calf injury, and there's this whole disconnect between what he's saying the injury is, the severity, the length of time before he's back, and what the team said originally. And now the team isn't even saying anything. They've gone radio silent on the whole thing. What's going on with that? I don't know. According to the team, he should already be back, right? Mm -hmm. Because he was supposed to be out maybe a month or so middle of january really, yeah yeah supposed but to now he's still not back i i don't know and he says there's something else in play i think are they there working is. it up to a trade is that the deal with him maybe a package deal get rid of some people that aren't performing i don't know and and why would you <laughs> why if it is as bad as he says it is and if he needs as much time as cat says he needs why wouldn't the team come out and be right be like yeah He's right. We looked at him. We re-examined it. This is way worse than we thought it was. He's going to need more time. Come out and support one of your star players, right? Why don't you just go silent? Well, my, my gut says he's lying, and the team doesn't want to say that yet because they're trying to trade him. I don't know. I don't know how much you. I don't know how much you wrong. for him. I, I, they're frustrating to watch, though. You're right. Yeah, twenty-four and twenty-five. They Same average way. they average 115 and they give up 115, so they're right where they probably should be. Yeah, yeah. And the coach said, "Our team, the way we play right now, we could beat anybody in the NBA and we can lose to anybody in the NBA." And ain't that the truth? Ugh. All right, MSU Mavericks men's hockey finally back after the holidays. And why am I ripping on a team that's won six straight since the break? Because they came home and had a rather unimpressive performance against the worst team in the CCHA, and they, ah, they just didn't look that good um, over the weekend. They won. They got five out of six points, TJ. But you, you didn't leave the rink going, yeah, Mavs are back, right? <laughs> great, great segue from it looks like you could win on any given night and lose on any given night. Because after the game on Saturday. I was having a beer with a buddy of mine, and he said, you know, this team could be in the Frozen Four in Tampa, or they might not even make the NCAA playoffs, and I could see either one happening, and it wouldn't surprise me. And that's when he said that, it kind of hit me, hit me pretty hard. I was like, that's absolutely right. I mean, they went on the road and played two really good series in a row and got sweeps, yeah. and then came back to Mankato where you thought 
I mean, the energy we had yeah. near sold out barn each night, uh, big crowds. For and ex- yeah. Yeah. And very exciting uh, to get Simon Tassie on the ice for the first time this season. So people were really fired up and they came in and <laughs> we had to go to overtime on Friday. And then on, on Saturday, they struggled again. It's just a matter of, uh, of scoring. I feel like they were dominating those games. They had shots on goal one. Yes. They were down in the Lake state zone much more than they were in the Maverick zone. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. putting the puck in the net has been difficult this year. And if that starts happening, we're going to start probably getting back to the, the spoiled being the spoiled hockey fans. We, we have been for the last few years. And I know they always want to make it look pretty yeah. passing and setups. And, but those, those goals haven't, been seem to be finding the net whereas the the ones the shots from the you know from way out at the uh, you know from way out with traffic in front are going in or mm-hmm. big juicy rebounds that somebody just happens to get a stick on are mm-hmm. going in and so at that point i think you just have to say let's just keep <laughs> let's keep shooting those shots for a while yeah the gritty goals i think is what's going to get them where they need to go all right. Uh, is Keenan Rancier now the Mavs number one goalie? Seems like he uh, got both starts right over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it would appear so. He's been getting a few starts in a row now, and, and he's playing well, played real well, uh, I think, this past weekend. Um, so, yeah, for now, I think you roll with him and, until you can't. All right. Well, I got to go work on my uh, menu for my uh, Pro Bowl game party. So. <laughs> I hope I get invited because I want to watch every minute of it. <laughs> Who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when they break out the twister mat. That's going to be <laughs> like right foot green. All right. Ball guys are back next week. We'll catch you then.